Forget your perfect offering. Forget your perfect offering. Just ring the bell that still can ring. Just ring the bell that still can ring. There is a crack in everything. There is a crack in everything. That's how. Welcome to the Ground Game Podcast. I'm your host, Bushido Squirrel, and this week we're doing adventures in direct action. I went up to San Francisco to uh, make some noise and sing some songs, which is a little bit weird, uh, with the Sunrise Movement Bay Area. So uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of an audio essay uh, chatting about why I think the Green New Deal is worth your support and telling you how to get involved with the Sunrise Movement. Uh, Anyways, this is a little bit of an experiment for me. Uh, Thank you all for taking this ride. For my part, I've been lucky enough to have joined in two actions so far, targeting California representatives Ted Lieu and Nancy Pelosi, pressuring them to support the call for a select committee to study and develop legislation based on the Green New Deal platform. This cause burst onto the national stage just after the midterm elections, when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez joined protesters occupying Nancy Pelosi's D.C. office, demanding that she pledge to take drastic action to address the climate crisis when she returns to her position as Speaker of the House. Since then, hundreds of actions have taken place across the country. Led by youth leaders, these actions have taken the form of nonviolent civil disobedience, and many have ended in arrests. I really want to explore these actions some more, and we will get to those shortly. But first I want to lay out what the Green New Deal is, and what its supporters are hoping to achieve. Now I should first note that while this Green New Deal is in many ways similar to the Green Party's plan by the same name, they are not the same initiative. They do share many of the same goals, but this latest Green New Deal is working to build an actionable plan as soon as possible, and is leveraging Democrats to get that done. When the dust settled on the midterms, and it did take a while to count every vote, the Democrats had won a majority in the House, but are still a minority party in the Senate. While this isn't ideal, even controlling one House of Congress gives them an incredible amount of power. Beyond having a better chance of passing legislation, Democrats now get to decide who chairs the committees in the House, and can form new ad hoc committees for various purposes. This is a key point. Select committees can be appointed by the Speaker of the House to study issues, hold hearings, and propose legislation to be taken up by the Congress, and it is specifically this power that people are asking Pelosi to use. The ask right now is pretty technical and wonky, but essentially the first step on the road to a Green New Deal would be to form a select committee of 15 representatives, six of whom could be recommended by the Republicans, with a chair to oversee the process. If formed, the committee would have until January 1st, 2020 to produce a draft piece of legislation to be submitted to Congress. And while this all seems very straightforward, it is a much bigger lift than it appears. For starters, the platform that the committee would be working off of is incredibly robust, covering everything from fossil fuel extraction to a universal basic income. And perhaps this is what I find most compelling about this plan. It does not shy away from the understanding that our climate crisis can only be addressed through radical political, economic, and social change. Piecemeal solutions in the past have failed to build the momentum needed to carry over to larger restructuring of the entire economy. Carbon taxes by themselves become a way for companies to cheat. Demands to build green become moot when no one will finance that. The drive to build renewable capacity dwindles when there isn't enough technical skill. Demanding green development becomes a way to lock out the poor when only the rich can afford to be environmentally conscious. In order to actually cut carbon emissions over the long term, any real plan must seek radical reform and restructuring of the entire economy. We can't continue to subsidize fossil fuel extraction to provide cheap energy because the cost of building new capacity is too steep. In order to save America from the literal death spiral of climate change, we have to save America from itself. Obviously at this point the platform is just that, a platform. 
very intelligent, compelling words on a page that carry no force of law or real existence. But if every plank of this platform were to come to fruition, we would indeed stand a chance as a species. As a counter to the right-wing notion that the environmental disaster can only be solved through reaction, xenophobia, austerity, and genocide, this plan seeks to build a bigger table, not a taller fence. So let's go ahead and dig into this platform before I talk about my experiences this week and play some audio from the action. To begin, there are seven goals that the Green New Deal aims to achieve within 10 years of its implementation. 1. 100% of national power generation from renewable sources. 2. Building a national, energy-efficient smart grid. 3. Upgrading every residential and industrial building for state-of-the-art energy efficiency, comfort, and safety. 4. Decarbonizing the manufacturing, agricultural, and other industries. 5. Decarbonizing, repairing, and improving transportation and other infrastructure. 6. Funding massive investment in the drawdown and capture of greenhouse gases. 7. Making green technology industry, expertise, products, and services a major export of the United States, with the aim of becoming the undisputed international leader in helping other countries transition to completely carbon-neutral economies and bringing about a global Green New Deal. These goals would radically reshape the American economy and way of life. To imagine this world is to imagine living in a world free of sacrifice zones, living in a community free of substandard housing, living in a world where our main export is something that heals, not something that kills. But these goals also take a lot of secondary work to achieve. Beyond the economics and the logistics, we need to start building a new culture that privileges equity and sustainability over the quicker path of the status quo. As the platform continues, the plan for a Green New Deal and the draft legislation shall recognize that a national, industrial, economic mobilization of this scope and scale is a historic opportunity to virtually eliminate poverty in the United States and to make prosperity, wealth, and economic security available to everyone participating in the transformation. In furtherance of the foregoing, the plan and the draft legislation shall 1. provide all members of our society across all regions and all communities the opportunity, training, and education to be a full and equal participant in the transition, including through a job guarantee program, to assure a living wage job to every person who wants one. Two. Take into account and be responsive to the historical and present-day experiences of low-income communities, communities of color, indigenous communities, rural and urban communities, and the frontline communities most affected by climate change, pollution, and other environmental harm. 3. Mitigate deeply entrenched racial, regional, and gender-based inequalities in income and wealth, including without limitation, ensuring that federal and other investment will be equitably distributed to historically impoverished, low-income, de-industrialized, and other marginalized communities. 4. Include additional measures such as basic income programs, universal health care programs, and any others as the select committee may deem appropriate to promote economic security, labor market flexibility, and entrepreneurism. 5. Deeply involve national and local labor unions to take a leadership role in the process of job training and worker development. Key parts of this legislation would draw on the power of one of my favorite new economic innovations, public banks. Well, it's not really new to, like, places like Germany, but here in the U.S., it's kind of radical, and people are beginning to take to it. Remember, almost 50% of Los Angeles voted to have a public bank. We're going to get there very, very soon. Now, we know that the private banks will always opt to fund fossil fuel extraction, that they see the quick return on investment, the opportunities present in the boom and bust cycle of the oil market, and the global demand for energy as the key to growing their profits for their already wealthy shareholders. Long-term investments in green or renewable energy don't pay off as well for the tiny few. Instead, we need to see these as investments in society over generations. It only took us about 100 years to bring ourselves to the very brink of extinction, the blink of an eye in cosmological terms. Imagine how much we could do if we focused that kind of effort on achieving stability over a thousand years. 
And in order to do that, we need to educate engineers and scientists and technicians. But this also presents a downside. Training STEM graduates without a firm basis in equity and justice just leads us to more technologically advanced inequality. This is how we end up with sacrifice zones, with cancer clusters, with asthma epidemics, with the kinds of environmental racism that plague every region of this nation. And that's why this plan strikes me as so radical. It does not shy away stating boldly that literally everything needs to change. That for far too long we have ignored the work and the progress of our communities in favor of a get-rich-quick society. In order for this plan to work, in order for the youth to have a future, in order for the U.S. to have a legitimate place in the world, we must reshape ourselves into a force for service. Service to ourselves, service to our neighbors, service to future generations. These ideas are what will help us reverse the reactionary course of American politics, and that goes for both sides of the aisle. Nancy Pelosi will be Speaker of the House again. Those horses have been traded. But in exchange, there will be limits on how long party leaders can serve in that position. The youngest members of Congress, both in age and seniority, have won a massive concession that clears space for new voices and new energy. Now, granted, it's limited, but everything within the parliamentary system has to be understood as both incrementally small and incrementally large. As you can probably tell, I'm pretty excited about these prospects, about the notion that we may reach the critical mass that we need to envision and manifest a radically different world. This excitement led me up to San Francisco to protest at Nancy Pelosi's home office. More than 200 people gathered at UN Plaza in downtown San Francisco to rally and march and blockade the office on Tuesday. This was all coordinated by the Bay Area Sunrise Movement. Now, the Sunrise Movement was formed about two years ago to pursue bold action on climate change. This year, they have worked relentlessly to bring national attention to the climate crisis and Green New Deal. Regionally, they have what they call hubs, local groups that self-organize and direct while coordinating with a national structure. The Bay Area Hub led this particular action, and it came just one day after a thousand people descended on Capitol Hill to visit representatives and stage another round of civil disobedience. So far, more than 30 representatives have signed on to support the call for a Green New Deal, but soon-to-be Speaker Pelosi is still acting tepid, and only by showing up and throwing down can we convey how serious we are about this. So I'm going to play some clips from my day in San Francisco. Uh, if you would like to hear the full audio essay, please head over to soundcloud.com backslash groundgamela. And while you're there, you can also check out older extended episodes. For those of you who are new to the Sunrise Movement, one part of our movement that we highly, highly value is song, singing songs. So we are going to start with a song. This song was created in the Momentum um, organization, which is for movements like Sunrise, and it was originally written by Chance the Rapper, and the words were changed to talk about movements. The song is We Gonna Rise Up, so take out your song sheets, there's a few out there, if you don't have one, lean in with the person next to you and look at the words for We Gonna Rise Up. A one and a two and a we know what to do. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. When the people rise up, the powers come down. When the people rise up, the powers come down. They try to stop us, but we keep coming back. They try to stop us. But we keep coming back again. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. We gonna rise up, rise up till it's one. When the people rise up, the power come down. When the people rise up, the power come down. 
They've tried to stop us, but we keep coming back. They've tried to stop us, but we keep coming back. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're, we're uh, going to Nancy Pelosi's office to demand that she uh, agrees to sign on to the select committee for to form uh, to write a Green New Deal. And, uh, you know, we're trying to make sure that she uh, listens to young people who are demanding that we have real climate action so that we actually can fight climate change and, and reach our goals that we need to reach by 2030, uh, which is 12 years away. Um, I'm here because I am 24, and as long as I've been alive, uh, countries have been engaging in talks to figure out how we're going to address the climate crisis and now the most recent science tells us we only have 12 years uh, to make a plan to avert catastrophic climate change and the Green New Deal is the only plan that we have right now that can address the climate crisis in line with science and justice that can prioritize a just transition for workers and communities who will be most affected um, and who can uh, safeguard my future and my whole generation's future that's on the line right now. My death? My death! In less than one month, Sunrise Movement has signed on more than 20 members of Congress to support the most ambitious climate policy ever proposed in Congress. <laughs> A Green New Deal that will provide jobs for every American who wants to stop the climate climate crisis. We've done it using our most powerful tool, the voices of young people speaking their truth and refusing to back down in order to defend our generation. We've met with over 150 representative offices. The message from our generation is clear. We want bold action on climate change now. And we speak for the tens of millions of young people across the country that struggle with the anxiety of seeing leaders fail time and time again at securing our future. Just yesterday, more than 1,000 sunrisers from across the country took trains, buses, planes to D.C. to go back to offices of Democratic leadership and lobby meetings in direct action. Yesterday, while demanding Representative Pelosi and Hoyer support a Green New Deal, 143 young people were arrested. And this pressure is working. One of the most powerful Democrats in the House, Jim McGovern, stepped out of his office to declare his commitment to forming a select committee for the Green New Deal. across the Capitol, four more representatives, Barbara Lee, Peter Welch, Eleanor Holmes, Norton, and Steve Cohen, also committed to supporting the Select Committee just yesterday, and even more signed on today. <laughs> These are huge wins, but nothing is certain until the rest of Democratic leadership, especially the likely Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, approves the Select Committee. Nancy Pelosi, our lives and the lives of future generations are at stake. It is time to take a stand. We're going to hear from folks 
who showed up today to share their stories with Nancy Pelosi and the rest of Congress about why we need a Green New Deal. And first I'm going to invite up Isabella from Idle No More. I'm going to try my best to figure out this speaker right now. <laughs> I, I first want to um, thank the Sunrise Movement for inviting me to be here with you all on occupied Ohlone territory. It's one of those mics. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's very important to acknowledge the original people of this land because they are still here, we are still here, and we are all guests if we are not the original uh, peoples of this land. So thank you to the Ohlone people. And again, I'm Isabella Zizi. I'm a member of the Northern Cheyenne, Arikara, Muscogee Creek tribes. I'm a member of I Don't Know More SF Bay, and I'm a, a climate uh, campaigner with Stand.Earth. And I wanted to just talk to you about my experience in living and growing up in Richmond, California. So I've grown I've, all my life I've grown up in Richmond and just about six blocks away from the Chevron oil refinery. And here in the Bay, in the Bay Area, on the East Bay, there are uh, five refineries. And this is not the best. I apologize. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to share my experience on what had happened on August 6, 2012. So there was a massive explosion that had happened on that day, it was in the afternoon. And that explosion at the Chevron refinery caused 15,000 residents to go to the hospital because of respiratory problems, <coughs> nausea, headaches, and irritation to the eyes and the, and the nose and into the throats as well. And things like this should not occur. You know, we should not have to deal with the fossil fuel industry trying to rule over our health because of their profit that they want to continue to make. And this is why it is important for us to make this Green New Deal. This is why it's important for us to take action. This is it. It's important to also include the young voices that are part of these decisions. Because whatever decisions that are being made now are going to heavily impact every single one of these youth who are behind me and those who are yet to be born. We need to think about those next seven generations who, who don't have those voices. We also need to think about our non-human relatives like the trees, yeah. the plants, the fruits, vegetables, and the, the winged, the four-legged, and the critty crawlers. We need to speak up for them because they can't speak for themselves. But they see what we're doing. And we're, we're going to continue to be active and to be vocal at this because we all know we don't have enough time. But the time that we do have now, we can take action. We can be supportive with one another. And we can be that hope for those who have already lost hope. Because there's still time. You know, don't just stand in the shadows. Take action. Take whatever action that you can. And make sure that you do it in a good way. And that's all I want to share right now. And I'm very honored to stand with all of these youth here who have taken that initiative within themselves. You know, to not go to school and to take action because it's important for us to be here. Let's continue to do Thank you. Um, so I recently just joined Sunrise. The LA Hub just 
was formed. Um, and I was looking for ways to get involved. And I find that the best way that for me to get involved is to actually show up as opposed to doing behind the scenes work. So um, given this opportunity to come to Nancy Pelosi's office was really timely. Um, and I'm excited to be here. Um, and it's my first time in, involved with environmental activism. So I'm excited to kind of see what's out there, get to know people, and demand for a green future. And what do you think of the Sunrise Movement so far? So far, I think it is pretty strong. Um, I have to say I would like to see a little more diversity in the crowd, um, more queer people, more people of color, um, but I think that it has a good base and it has a good message that really can involve people of all communities. So I'm looking to kind of engage my own community. I'm from the Iranian American community and um, this is something that we really should be invested in. So I'm looking forward to engaging maybe more disconnected communities into environmental activism. Um, I heard about this from my sister and I decided to come out because I think that it's really important that we start addressing climate change <laughs> and also that, that like we need like support for people that are unemployed and job we need jobs for everyone. Have you done this sort of thing before? No, this is my first time. Okay. Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Are you getting arrested? No, not today. So I'm going to introduce our next speaker who has a personal story related to climate change and the effects on her family and more specifically the fires that we have gone through over the past few years here in California. So I'm going to invite up Marlena to tell a little bit about her story. Thanks Marlena. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I mean, if you would have told me a year ago I would be speaking at something like this about my family. I'm a very, you know, um, I've been lulled into submission, you know, just like middle class, moderate, you know, nothing's ever affected me. Oh, okay, speak, I'll speak a lot louder. Um, so I have a personal story, no, <laughs> that, um, yeah, that is now becoming a new normal here in California. Last year on October 9th, my mother almost, yeah, it's okay. My mother was almost killed by climate change. Um, that's a bad point. Untangle that. As far away as possible from So on October 9th, the north neighborhood of Santa Rosa of Coffee Park was asleep at about 2 a.m. I'm going to just read from here. Sorry, I get a little emotional. After attending to my stepfather all weekend at the hospital, my mom was exhausted and she was alone. So exhausted that she didn't hear her neighborhood in chaos. Loose dogs barking through the street, cars honking and warning as they peeled out. At 2 a.m., the Tufts fire had jumped 101, our freeway, and started to bear down on our neighborhood. As the houses caught each other on fire, police officers struggled to go door to door. My mother woke to an officer pounding on the door. She had five minutes to get out. Her house was already filled with smoke. She was barely awake. She gathered her rabbits and ran to the garage to get into her car, her car. And in that moment, she realized the power was out. There was no way to open the garage door. She tried and tried, and yet with the smoke and in the dark, she couldn't get it to budge. This is how I die, she thought alone in a garage as my neighborhood burns down. Luckily, that police officer was next door and noticed she wasn't out yet. He crowbarred the garage door open and my mom drove from her street as embers the side of baseballs hit her car. 
1,500 working class homes were destroyed in Coffee Park, including my mother. Two people on her street died, which is nothing compared to the 85 people who died in the campfire. How lucky we were to have 101. That's the only thing that stopped paradise from happening in Santa Rosa. Last year we thought this was a terrible tragedy, but now, after the fires in Malibu, after paradise, is this going to be a new season here in California? Climate change is not some amorphous thing in the future. It is here now. It's destroying communities and almost killed my mom. We are letting corporate greed, our dependency on fossil fuels, kill our environment and each other. I plead with Nancy Pelosi to let the burn scars of this state, to let the people who died incite you to act to help form the select committee for the Green New Deal. So these last... We can't let these lives lost in these fires. We can't let them be pushed aside. We have to know that these taught us something, that these galvanized to us to act. That's it. California has always been a leader um, on act, in acting on climate change and on environmental progress. Um, we're an extremely large and diverse state, and we've seen the impacts of the climate crisis firsthand. I've lived in Oakland, California my whole life, and have seen um, the way uh, drought is impacting our state, and of course all of us have seen in the last couple of years the impacts of devastating wildfires on our state, um, and we are here uh, many of us because um, we have loved ones who have been impacted by these fires and um, are breathing the smoke and are, are fighting for that not to become the new normal. Nancy Pelosi, um, who is going to become our next speaker, has the, uh, is in the position to create a select committee that has the mandate uh, to form a Green New Deal. Um, she uh, is the head of Democratic leadership, and um, which is our best our best shot of creating a plan that's big enough and ambitious enough um, and centered in justice enough to address this crisis. And if she isn't going to lead, then um, we're gonna we're gonna demand more of her. Now I'm gonna read a prayer for healing from by John Birch. We pray for lives lost, families torn apart, lost and lonely, homeless, hungry, afraid. We pray for towns destroyed in an instant, for machinery shattered, livelihoods ruined. We pray for rescuers, finding survivors alongside bodies, courageous, undaunted, hopeful. We pray for recovery in the years to come, for restoration, generosity, healing, closure. I woke up this morning with my mind set on justice. I woke up this morning with my mind set on justice. I woke up this morning with my mind set on justice, hallelujah, 
Hallelujah, Hallelujah. One more time. I woke up this morning with my mind set on justice. I woke up this morning with my mind set on justice. I woke up this morning with my mind set on justice. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. We're all fighting for something different. We all have something to lose to the climate crisis and something to gain in coming together. Each of these reasons are different. We've heard from so many today about what they're fighting for. And now we're just going to take a moment to hear from the folks behind me right now about what you're doing here. Why is it that you are taking time away from school or work, that you're committing yourself and taking this risk? Why is it worth it? So, here we go. Um, I'm here, I'm missing school today. Because if I'm not here, out here, trying to make a difference, then who's gonna be here to replace me? I'm not waiting for anybody else. I'm doing it myself. I'm here fighting for a world where everyone, regardless of where they live, can breathe clean air and have a livable job and livable life. I'm here because my generation has the right to a viable future and I want to make sure that happens. I'm here because the environment has given me everything and I feel the responsibility to give back to the environment. Yeah. I'm here because we could have had a Green New Deal 20 years ago. We could have had a Green New Deal 50 years ago. And it's because of lies and corruption and greed on the part of politicians who do not represent our interests that we do not have this deal. I'm here because I believe fossil fuels don't belong in politics. Yeah. I'm here because of the disproportionate effect that climate change has on communities of color and people in the global south, and that's related to our historic emissions in America and across the developed world.
Speaker of the House, she was the first female Speaker of the House, and she still, she's now the highest ranking female politician in the United States. She reached her position because of many reasons, but one of them was because of past generations, generations of struggle, from suffragettes to feminists. It's because of their moral duty and their moral courage that is one of the reasons why she reached her position today. And that's why I'm also here, is because the reason we're all here across ethnicities, across immigration statuses, indigenous and non-indigenous, Cross gender identities is because past generations struggled, they fought, they died, they risked arrest to make sure that we all have some semblance of civil rights, civil liberties today. Nancy Pelosi, she has a moral duty and a moral debt to pay forward to future generations. I too have a moral debt to pay forward thanks to past generation struggles so that future generation can then fight for an even more equitable and equal future. So, Nancy Pelosi, please act. Thank you. It's time for a song. Here's Aaron. Only together can we win this. Here we go. Forget your perfect offering. Just ring the bells that still can ring. Just ring the bells that still can ring. There is a crack in everything. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. That's how the light gets in. Forget your perfect offering. Forget your perfect offering. Just ring the bells that still can ring. Just ring the bells that still can ring. There is a crack in everything. There is a crack in everything. That's how, That's how the light is in. Big offering, forget your perfect offering. Just ring the bells that still can ring. Just ring the bells that still can ring. There is a crack in everything. 
You're welcome to, but I don't, you don't have to do that. Climate change is already devastating our communities. The campfire scorched over 150,000 acres and claimed 88 lives. Wildfires raged in Southern California. Our state has the technology and the vision to create a just transition off of fossil fuels. We need our elected officials at all levels of government to be at the forefront of creating a Green New Deal. The most recent IPCC report tells us that we only have 12 years to take transformative action. And the Green New Deal is the best opportunity we have at this to meet this crucial goal. There are decades worth of scientific studies showing this. That's why we are here today, to urge you, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, but mostly you, Nancy Pelosi, to support the creation of a select committee for a Green New Deal that has a mandate to draft the policies that we need to safeguard the future. Yeah. If, not, if not, the social contract has been broken. It's your duty to protect us. Our lives and the lives of all future generations are at stake. Do your job. Nancy Pelosi! Nancy Pelosi! No excuses! No excuses! Nancy Pelosi! Nancy Pelosi! Support a Green New Deal! Support a Green New Deal! Nancy Pelosi! Nancy Pelosi! Support a Green New Deal! Support a Green New Deal! Our lives! Our lives! Are on the line! Are on the line! Nancy Pelosi! Nancy Pelosi! Support a Green New Deal! Support a Green New Deal! It was an honor to represent California and Nancy Pelosi's district at the Capitol yesterday. And to get arrested for the future of my generation and millions who will come after me. But Nancy Pelosi, today it is your constituents knocking on your door. If you can't hear them, who is it that you work for?
because we've witnessed the failure of political leadership on climate for as long as we've been alive on this planet. We have watched politicians take millions of dollars of fossil fuel money while denying climate science. We've seen politicians and fossil fuel CEOs sell away our futures while fires, floods, and droughts ravage our communities and all we hold dear and have seen. The latest UN climate report gives us 12 years to rapidly transform our society and economy to stop the climate crisis and protect human civilization as we know it. The science is undisputed. We have the technology. The public is overwhelmingly on the side of climate action. Now all that remains is to build the political will. Nancy Pelosi, it's time for you to step up. Uh, yeah. Um, one of the reasons I'm here uh, is to put pressure on Nancy Pelosi, but also because I, I do believe in her. Um, I was raised in a house with the idea that Nancy Pelosi was really a, like a hero, and uh, a hero of like showing how much power like women can gain, and that they have a good place in politics and are deserving. And I really feel like she can continue to be that hero. Um, yeah. And I think that if she does, we want to show that we are here to support her. And we're here to show the support of like the person she can be and the person that she is. Thank you. Actually, we just introduced yourself who you are. My name's Griffin Walsh, uh, and I'm skipping my final two classes of the semester to be here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, people, are, people who are showing up today, you have other things to do in your lives, right? But you made the decision to be here because you believe in this. And you believe that this will make a change and that Nancy Pelosi needs to do something about it. And I just want to speak to that as well. Um, something Sam and I actually talked about this week, Sam is standing behind me, is the ripple effect. The ripple effect about what these kind of actions do. This action, these types of actions work. That's what we've seen over the past month in getting more than 20 Congress people to sign um, the solution for the Green New Deal, the resolution for the Green New Deal for the Select Committee. And what makes that happen is that ripple effect. You choosing to be here today means that you are not elsewhere. And the people who are elsewhere might notice that you're not there and wonder, oh, why are they missing their final exams? Why are they missing their final classes for students? Or why are you not at your job today? So when you go back to work or to school or to your home lives tomorrow, share these stories. Share how it felt to be here today among, we had more than 200 people over there um, back at Civic Center. So tomorrow when you go home, say what it was like to be a part of such a big group of people who care 
people who care about the environment, people who care about each other, people who care about stopping environmental injustice, and what it felt like to connect with those people here in this space. So now I'm gonna ask you to um, turn to someone near you and introduce yourself. Make a new friend, someone who you didn't show up with, and talk about why you're here for just a moment. We're gonna sing a new song. You might already know it, but it's new from today. Solid as a rock. Uh, it's a repeater style, so I'll do the first line and then you can repeat after me. Solid as a rock. Solid as a rock. Rooted as a tree. Rooted as a tree. We are here. We are here. Standing tall. Standing tall. In our rightful place. So that's a little bit of what I went up and did and experienced. Uh, it was pretty good. If you get the chance, I would definitely make it out to an action. I would definitely call your representative and tell them, hey, get on board with this. Uh, and if they're already on board with it, uh, tell them to get more on board with it. But anyways, thank you for joining me. Uh, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of work around this issue in the coming year, and I hope you're down for that ride. If you would like to learn more about the particular platform for the Green New Deal that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is pushing, head over to Ocasio2018.com green hyphen new hyphen deal and if you would like to get involved with the sunrise movement you can check them out at sunrisemovement.org or find them on facebook thank you all very much